and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Casey. And this is I Kid You Not. We decided to start this podcast because we're friends for over 20 years. And we wanted to discuss life, pop culture, and why dating sucks. At least for us, it does. <laughs> and Fair. we thought it would be fun to bring you in and see maybe it doesn't suck for everyone. Um, but really, we're talking all the time as it is, so we thought this would be fun to do. And our hope is that after you listen, you feel like you just left happy hour with one of your best friends for two. So today we're going to kick off talking about really what takes up most of our conversations, I think, um, our struggles with this. I feel like that's every girl in the world. I think, yeah, I think it's like, who, who, I think it's every girl in the world who's interested in men or every girl in the world that's in a relationship period. Right. Like, I think that whether you're interested in men or women, like, it's definitely, it's so awkward. Like, there's the beautiful parts of it, right? Like, when you first meet someone and there's that, like, the butterflies and all of that. But then there's also the awkward conversations and the getting to know you and, like, online dating, which I struggle with immensely. So if anyone out there is really good at it, please help a girl out because I don't, I think it's just that I'm bad at small talk, you know? Yeah, but you're very direct on what you want in the sense of if this person sucks, you will walk away. Whereas I'm like, all right, it's one night. I'll just be friendly and then ghost them because well, I, I don't have the ball. I'm a business person, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I wish yeah. I was more. Like, even with, like, strangers at a wedding. Like, I was at a wedding a few weeks ago and met a friend's wife for the first time. And, like, within 10 minutes, we're talking about you know, my father passing away and her cousin who's dealing with something similar or struggle. And it's like, I'm like, I've known this girl for 10 minutes and we're telling our life story. Like that's, I'm just bad at small talk. I'm not the type of So what do you do? I feel, like, I feel like that's female energy oversharing to chit chat, girly chit chat. <laughs> Cause I, I'm better at that. So like that I, makes dating difficult because that in my experience scares a lot of men away. Yeah, because they don't want to know all that layers shit yet. They want the nice, clean surface to begin with. No drama, no, no layer deepness, you know. They just want to surface ride for a while. Right. And I mean, I will say this is in our experience. I have been in a couple, I guess, lovely relationships. Um, lovely? Really? I have not. <laughs> I have not been in one lovely relationship. I have been in shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess I now I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, have I been in lovely relationships? I've been in some better than others. Yeah, some I've been in some relationships that are definitely better than others, but you're right. Maybe lovely is a stretch. <laughs> it's a little stretch. Just a smidge. That's emotional thinking. I mean, there's not one relationship that I've actually been in where I would say that's what a healthy relationship looks like. That's fair. That is a super point. And I hate to say that because I don't know why I went down that path. I have a family that are all in long-term relationships. My grandparents were together for 73 years. My parents are still together and it's going to hit 55 years next year's. 
my my brothers on the long haul. So it's it's not like I haven't seen really successful situations, but for some reason, my internal self-worth and damage supersedes the amazing examples I have of great relationships. And um, yeah, it's just no matter where you come from, it's to the core of right. who you are, not what you're around. Which I think I, is like really, yeah, I think that's really important to point out is that we, or just to acknowledge that like you and I have totally different backgrounds in that sense. Like my parents separated when I was in first grade, I think, or second grade. Um, I didn't really see a positive relationship until my brother Jason started dating his wife. You know, that was probably my first example, like, up close of, like, how a man should treat someone. I do have, like, my aunts and uncles that have been, that are in positive relationships, but it's different when they're not, like, in your home, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, No, totally. So, it's just interesting that, like, even with completely different upbringing, like, and examples of relationships, we're still kind of struggling over the same issues. I have to ask this question. Are you on any dating apps? Mm. <laughs> well, defining uh, being on it would be more of a, a question because, yes, Are I signed on to... No. So I okay. signed on to Hinge recent, which I... But, like, I've heard horror stories that it's all the ugly people on there. Like, I see it everywhere. Because I am not seeing any potential. Like, I I was like, all right, let me actually work on my profile. Because the pictures are from, like, before COVID. And, um, you know, I just never know what to say on the profile. So I sound, like, kind of either, like, I'm screaming I only want a relationship because all these guys are fuckboys. Or, um... And I come off like, I don't know, I don't, I feel like my impression is you got to talk to me and see my goofiness before, like, you're not going to catch that on my profile. And I just get these, like, I don't right. know, boss the walls guys that would never talk to me in person, but have no problem flipping the switch and swiping right. It's insane. Like, I find that the men, at least that I've met, the majority have a much easier time, I think, like saying like ballsy maybe a little bit inappropriate things sometimes not like ballsy in a good way where they're like hey want to go out to dinner or like meet in person ballsy like asking for like a nude or something you know what I mean like straight off the bat and I'm like you wouldn't even I wouldn't even look your way if I met you in a bar sir and now you think you can ask me for a nude when I've known you for when I've had three sentences worth of conversation with you. I do think it's interesting because again, there are opposites on this for us as well is that I'm on the dating app, but I almost never go on a date because I just stop myself right before. Whereas you at least go on a date and meet the person in person. And you know, you take that next step. I don't, I can't even, I don't even know how to get there. My social anxiety is, um, something I'm working on. So that's why I even went on Hinge recently. I was like, all right, I'm not going to, my parents keep making this joke of, you know, no one's going to ring your doorbell and just show up and be like, will you marry me? Which honestly, what like, I, I mean, I know it's creepy and like no one wants it, but like, that would be fantastic. 
Because, I mean, who's with me? Yeah, like in an ideal world, I would have a nice little meet you, like you say in the movies, and like you know, we both go grab for the same grocery or something. <laughs> that's that's how I find my man at Trader Joe's in checking out their latest autumnal, you know, addition to their lineup. That would be it for me. That would make me super See, happy. I have the image, and this is dating myself a little. Um. But the Freddie Prince Jr. movie with uh, Head Over Heels with the models, and you have this girl uh-huh. that um, that uh, what is she? She preserves art, and she's roomating with these like gorgeous supermodels. And the movie is they live in this like crazy apartment. It's this beautiful big apartment, and they have guys that are waiting outside their door. And they have flowers, so they have all these things to offer these gorgeous women. And they're just inside getting ready, and they're going to choose who they want to go out with the evening and then go. But it's like a group of guys just waiting outside for them. I just, I would love that. That would be fantastic. Instead, we're looking at a bunch of fucking men holding up big giant fish on hinge. (laughs) Or golfing. Sorry. all the time i'm like i would love one day and i'm not on there like i said I'm, i go through like phases where i'm not active for months and i'll be like, all right fine and still it's like inevitable if you're on for 10 minutes you're gonna find someone when you're scrolling through who's holding up a fish and i don't get it was a memo sent that women want to see men with big fish and it will <laughs> They're putting it out there like this is an activity and a hobby that you must get used to. And maybe you need to learn how to gut a fish or accept the fact that this is my hobby. So I'm going to throw it in your face now, just like us cat people do for every because every male I have dated is highly allergic to cats. And when I first moved to the city, my brother's like, don't get a cat. Yeah. So my brother is like, don't get a cat because most men are allergic to cats. And I'm like, whatever. I need a buddy. Like my work schedule, I'm alone. I need a friend and I'm not a lover of cats, but like, I love my daughter. All these men are allergic to these, my cat. So for a while, I wasn't even putting it on my profile. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. All of them throw these dogs. Like, this is what your life's going to look like with this, me and this dog. And like prepping you ahead of time that this dog comes first. Or this fish is going to be your future. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. My, my cat's getting her own picture. That's fine. You know, it is what it is. And if you actually, and if you actually date me, you know, she might bite your head off. And, you know, that's something you'll have to get used to. And I wrote that in my profile. <laughs> Did write, though, that I like dogs. Don't worry. <laughs> Do you like dogs? Right. Let's put that out there. Um, but here's the thing. Cats live for, like, ever. So like, I know. if you start dating someone, they need to know this cat's coming with because. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Here, here's here's today. Our longest relationships, right? <laughs> I mean, this is by far my longest relationship with lie. someone in with someone in my house. <laughs> yes. I'm not gonna lie to you. They're a little bit toxic. The relationship. <laughs> it's a little bit. But they're very toxic. needy. All right. So getting back to That's dating. Deep. Um, okay. So what would you say? I have a question for you. Like, okay. what is the most, like, are you a fan of romance? Like, because some people, like, grand gestures, things like that can give them the ick. You know, like, I, really? I feel like 
would not love a grand gesture. Like, and so I'm just curious, like, do you, what's your big, what's I don't your believe that. Romance? You know what I, I mean? I don't believe that. I don't believe that for one second. Because even well, if you don't like, romance? so I'm a storybook romantic. I love the small gestures. I like big gestures. I don't love being center of attention. I get um, awkward really quick and I don't like being people looking at me, but at the same time, it's a nice feeling for the acknowledgement of this is what this man needs to do or wants to do in order to show love. And I, I love that. I love love. I don't know if I've ever fully really been in love, but I like the small notes. I like the small gestured gifts of just randomly like out and about and they thought of you and brought you something or texted you something just as like, you know, hey, I'm here. I love a conversation where you can actually talk to someone and they're feeding back. And a lot of my relationships are always one-sided, one-sided conversations, never really wanting to invest their time back in me as much as I was into them. And um, I'd like a man holding the door, pulling your seat out, you know, offering to pay for a meal. I think that, you know, that's gotten lost. I think a lot of romance of what we grew up in from a traditional family, I think that you know, the generations, you go from the black and white TV love romances, right? And you go from Mm -hmm. our parents, a very structured background. And because they're structured background, they wanted to give their kids, you know, more of, you know, lightness and, you know, ability to choose their own things. So they created more independent children, which is what is our era. And then Mm -hmm. it just kind of went a little wild. And I feel like we've lost the specialty behind, you know, romantic gestures. I think like what you're at least describing, I think you do like a grand gesture, but it does seem to me like where I can relate is that I prefer, I love a little oh. gesture, but like I'd rather the little things, like you were saying, like I, I did date a guy once who he would leave um, for work way earlier than me. So he was up and out like before I woke up and he would always, every time I slept there, he would leave me a note. And I would see it when I woke up, like, buy the coffee, and he would leave the coffee pot on for me. Like, that, to me, like, that was romance. That was, like, I love that. I'm not a fan of, I guess it depends on the grand gesture. But, like, like I'll say, if I'm ever at a baseball game, like, if you want to propose to me, if I'm getting at a point with someone and I want to get married, I wouldn't want a grand gesture proposal. I would want something super small and intimate, like, just me and this person. and like yeah, doing that like could be our regular thing and making our regular moment like our regular moments something romantic like that's to me an ideal thing like I wouldn't like proposing to me at a baseball stadium I agree in the sense of um wanting you know I want a grand gesture but I don't need it publicly okay. like I wouldn't mind, you know, a picnic at the beach setup. I wouldn't mind, you know, um, or like a hot air balloon moment. I wouldn't mind gestures that are me and him. Like I wouldn't mind being on a kayak in the middle of water and like, you know, something happened. Like I wouldn't mind being alone with the person, but I'd want it to be something special. I would not want it to be, um, you know, 
No, because I think the everyday life, you have to make special in some form all the time. Because if you plan on spending your life with this person, you know, you have to re-spark and find that all the time. So give these special moments, you know, I think it's okay to have that kind of really nice gesture without it being, you know, on a jumbotron, you know? <laughs> I agree. And that's where I get the ick, is like the jumbotron. And the like yeah, grand public gesture. Um, I agree. Like I don't want to so be at a concert and someone and propose me. I have no interest. No, <laughs> I don't um, even think that's personal. <laughs> right, and it's interesting because we're talking about this. Like, is romance dead? And I think it's you know, I don't. What's really interesting when I was like doing some research to think about this. Apparently, like romance novels are at an all time high in sales. So like, well, I mean. But like, look at it. Women are desperate. I mean, they're still for them. That's what I'm saying. Like, clearly, they, we're like we are desperate because they are okay. I am all for strong, independent women. I have been a strong, independent person, putting her career first, not really giving a shit about relationships. I believe in that and finding and learning about yourself to be a better version of yourself before you're in a long-term relationship with children and you want that exploratory time. I'm down for the independence. I'm down with women getting out of marriages that need that strong independence, but I don't think it's okay to then, because you're independent, not be able to deserve love. And I think love has right. become um, like obsolete. So you have all these movies, all these TV shows about these strong women and them doing it on their own. And that's great. But like everyone needs cool. that companionship in some form. It's not fun to go through life without that companionship. Like, I think yeah. that's okay. Like, I think it's okay to want to be a strong, independent woman and also want a guy to, like, hold the door for you and spoil you. Care for bit. you. You know, or your partner. I think it, you know. But I just think it's... Like, I don't know. I don't think... And I think that is, like, the struggle that a lot of people deal with is, like, can you be a strong... Because there's also men, like, I dated a man who was super intimidated by the fact that I made more money than him. And... Yeah, I was further along in my career than him. And he was super intimidated by that in a way that he was then like, would put me down any chance he got because it was the only way that he felt confident. And like, he needed to like, make, and that's because clearly I'm dating assholes, right? Like, there are men out there who I know aren't like that and aren't intimidated or who don't. And I know there are just people, sometimes that's just who people are. Like, they need to put someone down to feel better about themselves. And I happen to find one. <laughs> but I think, um, you know, that I think is just like the age-old struggle, really, for like women, independent women, is like, how do you have it all? It's always about, hey, why don't we meet for a drink? And then when you're there, you're like, okay, I would love to have a great conversation. You know, maybe yeah. we kiss, maybe we don't. But why is it that, oh, you met me for a drink, you immediately think we have to have sex. It's not It's not the romance and the slow pace of getting to know someone in an intimate level is really exciting. And the intimate level for them is just sex on, no, nothing else. And I just feel like that's so missed. Well, what's interesting is that I feel like personally, and this is me speaking personally, that like the slow burn of a relationship, the slow like of getting to know someone, that slowness gets that time period gets shorter and shorter the older you get 
And I think part of that, yeah. for me at least, is like what psych, like subconsciously, there's this part of you that's like, okay, I'm getting older and I want to have babies, you know, or I'm like, you're getting older and you don't have time to waste. So you're like in. And like, especially, I think also just when you are women like us who are working and on our own and providing for ourselves, you're fucking busy. And like, I don't have time to waste. Like, I have, like, going on a bad date for me is like, what a fucking waste of time. Like, I recently went on a date that I didn't feel a connection with him, but we had such a good time that I had, I felt more of like a friend connection with him. So that didn't feel like a waste of my time. But like, I've been on dates where it's just like really awful. And I'm like, God, this is such a waste. And I know that that probably sounds awful, but like, I, I'm very much like that. Like, if I'm not having a good time, you know. <laughs> it, I'll get up and we, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to head out after this drink. Like, we're, let's not pretend that this is going somewhere. But I don't know. Like, I also, like, I guess still thinking about the romance part of it. Like, I would rather for a first date with someone who I meet on, like, a, an app or even just, like, we meet out. Like, to have that be, like, drinks. and. I, I, and maybe this is non-committal of me. I don't know. But, like, it gives you the opportunity to not have to commit to a dinner with someone who, like, this could suck. So, like, I'm trying to think about, like, a good date I've had. Um, but, like, first dates, I think, are just awkward in general. I don't know. Have you ever been on, like, a really good date? Yeah, but, like, I was, like, it was, like, 10 years ago. Nothing current. Right. I mean, what would, like, nothing your current. Ideal, what would your ideal first date be? I'm curious. See, I think that that varies. I think if it's somebody that I met in person and I read off their energy and then we were really going on a first date to, like, you know, see if this is something – my date of what I would want to do would be different than if I was messaging someone and meeting them out for the first time. I wouldn't want to put really much time into it unless I knew that there was something that was special or different with that connection. And you don't okay. know that until you see it in person. So I think for something short like that, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing, even though I don't drink coffee, but I would do something like that or do a drink. I'm not a coffee person. Um, but I would do like, you know, a daytime thing or I would do drinks. The thing is with drinks, especially if I like someone, I will drink because they'll be awkward and uncomfortable and I'll probably be yeah. drunk a little too quick and I wouldn't want to get to that point. Uh -huh. Right. And then, and then I'm crossing all boundaries of, I'm not, you know, I'm giving too, too much too soon in conversation and. And whatever. So, so for me, like, there's a healthy balance. But yeah, dinner, I've done a dinner and I've been trapped. And then they're like, Oh, you want to get drinks after and I'm trapped because again, I don't know how to get out until I'm out. Um, oh, I'm great. I will just be like, I know. I, I envy it. <laughs> I envy it. I really do. I wish I could just cut and go. I mean, I love your stories because you're so fucking bold. <laughs> on a date and you know we're having our first drink and I'm just not feeling it and he's like should we get another drink and I'm like no I'm gonna head out <laughs> I, think I, I think I did that once and I can I was petrified I felt like 
I feel like an asshole, which is so stupid to say that. It's because you come and go. Like, it does not matter. You know, you don't want to be rude, but like, you can leave when you want to leave. And I know that's, I I don't know. But I think, I think you're right. I think depending on how you meet them definitely makes a difference in what the ideal first date would be. Like, if I met someone on a dating app, yes, drinks or coffee or something like that, like where there's like a, a time limit almost you know what I mean or there can be a time limit it's easier to get out like you finish your coffee and you're like all right um and it gives you an opportunity to just get to know them if it's someone like that you like meet out or meet through friends or whatever like someone sets you up that I think I would do I would like an ideal thing for me and this could just be me because I'm such a beach person but like a little sunset at the beach bring a pizza I feel like that's like romantic, but like I, I, I like the beach. I would go to a sporting event. I would do something active, or some kind of activity. So that, I, yeah. So it's not like you're sitting there and have to figure out everything to talk about, but like you're letting loose your mind's getting like drifted to other things. You can see how you oh, engage in public with each other and, and how they might treat you special in certain circumstances when you're out, yeah. like, and you can laugh and let loose. It's not like uptight, like a dinner. Like you know, I'd want to do something. I did a second date at a baseball game once. And it, honestly, you're right. It was a great date. It was super fun. It was the second date. I did know him already. Um, and it did, like, it was just a good experience. You do. You get to know, like, a different side of someone when you, like, go to a... I had, I had um, a face on Facebook. There were suggested friends. And there was this guy that uh-huh. popped up. And, um, so he messaged me, he's like, I know this is weird, but your name keeps popping up. And he's like, would you want to go on a date? So, um, that was really, I know that was really ballsy. It was like, and, um, I was nervous, but like, I was intrigued. I was like, Oh, this is nice. And so he goes, I have tickets to a next game. Would you want to go? And I'm like, yes, I'm in, let's go. And so we go and there was this fun couple behind us and we just wind up laughing and having the best time. Honestly, that's what made me see him for the next month because we actually just like let loose and had fun. And you could see, oh, I I could see maybe seeing dating this guy um, and maybe it being a thing, which... I mean, it did not become a thing, but, um, you know, but I don't want men to think like, oh, I have to put up all of this in order to have whatever. It could be something that's free. It could be hiking, whatever it is. It could be kayaking. It could be like walking the park. It could be something. It could be bowling. It doesn't have to be something walking on the beach. It doesn't have to be something so extravagant, but, um, it is nice to have something to do than just your basic dinner. Yes. When a guy has a plan, I used to, when I was younger, like not even go out with a guy if he couldn't come up with a plan for a first date. I'd be like, no, see, uh, I'm not doing the planning for this. Now I'm like, okay, I'm realizing that maybe that's a little bit too much of a scrutiny on someone. And I have to understand that maybe like people are nervous or, you know, not everyone's a planner or whatever. But I think you're right because I do think of it that way. I'm like, ask me to walk the beach with you. Ask me to go grab a cup of coffee and walk the boardwalk. Ask me to go like anything. At least you're putting in that initiative. And that's where I'm like, I don't get that. You can't just do that. That you can't be like, so what, so what should we do? 
what do you want to do? Like that? I'm like, I, oh my God. I agree. I feel like there's too much pressure. And because I don't go out often, like I don't have suggestions. All of my suggestions are before <laughs> COVID. I had before COVID suggestions. So I'm really yeah. like, I'm out. <laughs> We've covered our ideal first dates and our best dates. What's like, do you have like a worst date you've ever been on story? Or like a really bad date? I went on a date with a guy once who I kid you not, did not stop talking about Disney from the second I saw him throughout the conversation. <laughs> Drinks. I tried, and he was a nice guy, and I tried to, like, steer the conversation away from Disney and give him a chance. Like, I was like, oh, so, like, I remember one moment being like, so do you have siblings? And he was like, yeah, I have a sister. She doesn't go to Disney as much as I do. But, <laughs> like, he wasn't letting it go. It was all Disney all the time. He goes three to four times a year. And in my head, I'm like, three to four times a year. And I said, I was like, that's really expensive. And he ripped out his wallet, whipped it out. And it was like one of those like Velcro wallets. And he like <laughs> unfolded it to me. And it like cascaded down. And at the bottom, not his license, but his Disney club card. He's a card card Disney member. You get all the perks for this. Pays for itself. If you go four times a year, I'm like, I'm sorry, you go to Disney four times a year. You have no children. You're a grown man. Go to Italy. Go, like, tour the co the Amalfi Coast. Tour the coast of America, for all I care. Like, do something. Don't you want to do anything else ever? You just want to go to Disney with all your vacation. And also, all your vacation time. Disney, like, come on. I know there's Disney fanatics, and they're probably going to come for us, Ryan. I'm going to be honest. But I know. And I, I'm like, going to be... I'm not against Disney. I do think it's lovely for its see, purpose. See, you know, I had, you know, I had a friend that went twice a year, um, always, and talked me into going during Halloween, which was cool. Um, what? but and that was the only time I went as an adult, and I'm good forever. Um, yeah. I, I, it's dry, you know, so it's not like you can drink in those locations, uh, not no, all of them, and you you're going. The other ones. Universal. Other you can yeah. Universal, but not a kingdom, whatever it is. I don't know. Um, not that I don't know. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, it's great. It's cool to see the characters alive. It's cool for, you know, the rides. But for me, Disney and my obsession with Disney has to do with the movies. And that has to do with <laughs> growing up and just being obsessed with watching the movies. I will rewatch them a hundred billion times over at home so i love disney in that form but to go on a trip with these people in these outfits and all these rides i'm not a big ride person it, it's not a vibe for me i mean it's just and the food and the food's disgusting it's all like worse than fast food so it's like you're not getting good food you're getting you, you, you can't drink where the one location you should drink yes i agree <laughs> nothing grosses me out more than an enormous turkey leg seeing someone walk around disney with that oversized turkey leg i'm like oh my god sit like why why do you need an enormous turkey leg you don't you don't need that friend Oh. No, no. So okay. I mean, I I'm with you. I think traveling and seeing the world and seeing different cultures and being Im being immersed in you know other things of that nature and adventures that I'm down for that. 
And, you know, if I never go to Disney again, you know, it would be too soon, in my opinion. All right. I have a fun question for you. Um, What's that? What are your deal breakers? What's like a dumb that if a guy does this, you're like, no, I can't. I can't date him. Cheating. Cheating. Are we, are we, do you want to go like, like less serious? Um, serious or not serious? That is literally just about to come out of my mouth. I would say. Like, if I catch you in a lie early in the relationship, I I can't get over it. You know I what agree. I mean? I'm trying to think if I have any like legit deal breakers um, that are not serious. I, you know what I mean? Like serious ones for me, like lying for sure. Like if I catch you in a lie, I've also like ignored some deal breakers that I had in the past for like and stayed in shitty relationships that I shouldn't have um so that's something that I'm like I feel like always working on is like okay no like if you see this and you know this is a core value for you like you gotta separate I try to like often say to myself like what would my friends how would my friends respond if I told them this or if my friend came to me with this situation how what would I tell her what advice would I give her and it's like because I do think we often are able to give better advice to other people and like than we are to follow our own advice those who can't do teach yeah that's where that quote comes from I I think a big a big pet peeve of mine and it's a little more serious but big pet peeve of mine is when you're upset and the guy flips out and doesn't flip the switch from hey this is a fight but I still love you and I'm and I care for you that you're this you're you're this right that's compassion that you're this distraught and let me comfort you even though we're fighting I have a big pet peeve when someone just shuts off and and can't decipher the difference because I do I shut my feelings down even if I'm really upset if that person doesn't normally show emotion and has this emotion um that over supersedes any fight you know for the most part I mean granted you know there is but that's a big pet peeve of mine is not being emotionally um mature (laughs) yeah 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 Um, I think a lot of people in general not just men um which I think I joke about it but I really think I might be a little bit serious I don't know after my last like serious relationship I don't think I'll ever be able to date someone who is not at least open to going to therapy. Like I get that. Maybe I used to think, no, they have to be, have been in therapy, but I know that people have some misconceptions about it or whatever. Um, Or just like, I know even for me, it was really hard for me to even get involved, started going to therapy. Like, I want to say it took me a year of like me going to someone and being like, no, I didn't like this person. So I understand that it's like difficult to like dive into yourself and really like self-analyze. Um, I'm, I'm pleased with my therapist. I was like, We're, you're doing the work. And I'm like, when is the work done? It's never going to be done. I know it's um, exhausting. It's so exhausting. It's, exhausting. it's like, I, I, life is exhausting. Let's be yeah. honest. He's like, you're doing the work. Kind you know, like, I know, but like, I'm, I'm fucking done work. <laughs> You know, you know, it's funny that I just kind of realized is the reason why we're giving these more serious, bigger examples is because we have not been in a relationship in a long time. And we've not had somebody who is there to that lived with us to, to maybe nag us the way we might have these little like short, funny 
right. options to well, say. At least I don't. I, I, I'm, I'm gassed out. I have nothing. I also <laughs> think for me, like I grew up with three brothers. So I have seen men in their just grossest form. I think, do I think it's disgusting? Like when my brothers, I used to hate when they would like shave over the sink and just mm-hmm. leave the shavings the in yeah. the sink. I yeah. thought it was disgusting. I even lived with my cousin and he would do that as a grown man when we lived together. He was an adult and I'm like, I don't understand. Like, yeah. it's gross. You know, maybe 10 years ago, I or maybe to some people, like, that's a deal breaker, like not keeping a clean bathroom, which I do think. I have a friend who told me once that her and her husband now, they've been together for, God, probably like, I mean, since we were in college. So 15 years now. And she says all the time that she's convinced the reason they never even came close to breaking up is because they've always lived somewhere with two bathrooms. She's like, we've always had two bathrooms. Oh, my sister-in-law says that too. She says it is a deal breaker. I refuse. Yeah. yeah. I Um, think also garbage. I don't even mind throwing out the garbage, but for me, I don't like cleaning out the kitchen sink or the bathroom drain. To me, I can't, I can't like, I would It'd be great if a partner would be able to split some house responsibilities, but I definitely need a partner. I like to clean. I'm fine with doing certain things, but yeah. there's just some deal breakers that it ain't happening. And no, I just in my life in general, I think that like I'm at a place now where when I think about like what I want, I want a partner. Like I, you know, we, you speak to people who sometimes are like, oh no, my husband would never do that. Or my husband never picks the kids up from school or my husband never, you know, um, does the grocery shopping. Like sometimes he may have to do the grocery shopping. You know what I mean? Like I like grocery shopping. So maybe that's not the best example because that is literally one of my favorite things to do is go to Trader Joe's. There are people out there who still like are like, no, my my husband doesn't do that. Like that's that's on me. And it's like, or the laundry, things like that. And I'm like, no, we're we're in this together, friend. I think that varies in homes based on more of a traditional setup to more of a, you know, partnership setup. I think that there are some families that Long there is as a stay at home parent, it would be male or female. And then the one goes to the work. So the one goes to the work, the other one should assume a little more of that responsibility. But then when they get home, they should split what they need to split because the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. So I I, like, I feel like it varies on certain home setups. If you both are working, the the work should be split. But if you're both not working, if you're both not working, yeah, there are things where maybe the other partner would pick up more of the home stuff, you know? Right. I get so, that. But like parenting alone is a job. So if you're if you're uh, parenting yeah. at home and then you're at work, well then the house duties get split at the end of the day. Like then that makes sense to me. But if you are home and you're living that nice life um where your husband can support you, yeah, like you got to you got to step up, you know? So are there like any celebrity couples out there that you like, you're like, oh, they are goals. That's it. Well, I like Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. I like, um, um Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, um, I feel like they seem to, at least what they put out there, seem to be like a fun banter with each other. Like they don't take themselves too seriously, it seems like. 
No. Which I think is also important in relationships. In life. Like, be serious about what are, where did I hear? Someone said this to me once and I was like, you know what? That's like a good motto to live by. Like, be serious about what you do and your intentions, but don't take yourself too seriously. I would say Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince Jr. They're still together? Yeah, they're like madly in love going mad strong. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a good one then. Wow, yeah. I did not know they were still together. Yeah. Trying to, I, think of, trying to think of who else. What about you? You know who I actually really think are really cute? Um, Jenny McCarthy and her husband. What's his name again? Oh, Donnie Wahlberg. Jenny McCarthy and Donnie Wahlberg. They are reality TV fans and they're like, they're just like funny about it. Like they watch it together. Love that. Oh, Victoria Beckham and David Beckham. Yes, I like them too. Okay. I love them. Right. I'm trying to think. There's no like newer couples, which is interesting that I'm like super Well, I into. feel like it's hard because newer is just at this era of life is just, is this going to last? Is this long term? I feel like, you know, if you hit five years, you know, you'd be lucky at this point. So I feel like, because yeah. there, are, there are people that I really like, but they just got married a year or two ago. Like, I feel like, you know... What is that could be just temporary, you know, phase of what it is because there's so many divorces. But I said the other ones because they're just long, you know, long term. Yeah. Yeah. I really like they're not married yet, but they did just get engaged last month. Um, And they're not maybe celebrity, celebrity, but challenge celebrities, Casey and Nani. Oh, right, right, right. I am too. That really will last because I feel like, and I didn't love Casey when she first came on the challenge. She was not my favorite. Um, she, like, was one of those who, like, slowly I started to like her more and more. And then when she started, her and Nani together made me like them both a lot more than I had previously. Well, Nani always bothered the crap out of me. She was just always a hothead in some form and um, great TV. But, like, I just, I don't know. I never really vibed with her. I also felt like she wanted it, but she just couldn't show up. Um, yeah. Like, physically. Well, like, even though she's in great shape, but, like, she just couldn't get there and do do it and and you could see that nani has her craziness but casey still supports her like you could see that all sides were exposed that's why you feel like maybe this could really last long term because there really is there was a lot of hurdles right right you know and that's important you know while we're on the challenge a couple that i individually think that they're both so annoying but I did really like them together and wanted it to work um Tori and Jordan I really wanted them to work I'm not gonna I, lie I agree with you I am not a Tori fan. I She's am not a, like, I'm not her fan I I have uh, a I have such a love-hate situation with this girl because every time I see her on the TV, I literally want to rip my hair out. She annoys the crap out of me. And I didn't like her game because her privilege was like not – she wasn't showing up to challenges and winning anymore. And she had this nasty attitude That's like she's cute. above everybody. And then she just recently started to learn like Johnny did a while back when he was an asshole. And then he had to become one with the people. You know, she yeah. started to realize she had to become one with the people. And her game started to change. And then she actually started winning challenges. And I'm like, all right, at least okay. now that cockiness has a 
like a backbone. But she bothered the fuck out of me for so long. And Jordan holding on to that one hole girl where she beasted that girl. And she did, which was amazing. It was like her first hole girl and she like beasted her. And she hung on to that for a while. Like Oh yeah. That's why she you should be scared of her. And it's like, oh, you still have to show up. And like Jordan, yeah, he loves to stir the pot. He knows how to like you know, he has these moments of crazy outbursts, but he is a competitor and a challenger, like, and his ability to overcome whatever the challenge is itself and just whether his size or what, he can go against the biggest guy and still come out in the strength of the challenge. And this, he's also small. He's not like this big dude. He's not as tall, big guy, but he just, he has a technique, he has a strategy, and he fucking shows up. So I like them together also. I really wanted to see that work. And she clearly has a type because this last guy, the Sebastian guy who, you know, whatever. He was, like, he was like a dupe, but like not like the best like look-wise compared because I think Jordan is very, you know, handsome. But um, I, I, I wanted that to work, and, yeah, I was bummed Thank too. You. I wanted Johnny Bananas to work too with that with that Morgan. Yes, I wanted. I was. I wanted that to work too, Casey. I mean, they were dating a long time. They lived together. I thought that he was going to propose. Like this man is, you know, he can't get locked down. It just seems like the Brad Pitt, George Clooney, like Leonardo DiCaprio, like JT moment at the time. Like you know, can't can't hold down. Do you have like, and I think my type has changed over the years for sure. And I also think it's funny. We have a friend who always says that I don't have a type. She's a you date. Like when you look at your roster of like serious boyfriends, she was like, I wouldn't like they're all going to a different party. You know what I mean? They're all very different. Mine too. Uh, <laughs> but do you think like when you're dating now or when you're on hinge, if we are ever on it, that you like think about like a type like physically yes not just like because i know like where we both are like emotionally and emotional intelligence and the loyalty and all that but like do you physically have a type yeah yeah mm-hmm. what do you think so, i haven't dated it um but yeah. it's what i'm attracted <laughs> to i haven't dated it but it's what i'm attracted to um taller side i think every female always say that but yes i mean i'm five yeah. five so minimum I'd want like five ten and I've okay. dated I've dated lower and it's because of the personality. But That's I'd like so- I'd like a tall guy. Um and I would like I like dark hair. I like nice eyes. The teeth. The mouth is a big thing for me, like the teeth. Okay. The teeth is like the biggest like you got that jacked up teeth. I'm not going near your mouth. I'm not gonna wanna kiss it. I don't wanna stick my tongue in it. I don't wanna do anything near it so the smile is big I think eye contact's big and then overall just you know dark hair and tall I mean it like, doesn't need yeah, I, like I feel like because I'm so pale like yeah. my natural color is super pale that I'm always like attracted to like a darker even like on women like I like a, a dark I think that's really sexy like a darker look and I think it's because it's just not me that I'm like damn that's really sexy um I also like a guy, like, I like a bald guy. Mm. I do. I don't know that I've ever dated a bald guy, but I like it. 
I like a main, a well-maintained guy, but I don't need a metrosexual, but I do want somebody yeah. who's aware of, you know, just if I'm putting in an effort, they, you don't need to put as big yeah. an effort, but if I'm putting in effort, I want, I want my partner to at least, you know, put an effort. But if I see like a brawly, hairy guy, I will swipe immediately. And if I see a bald guy, I will swipe immediately. It Not the other that. way. Swipe, Not my into it. swipe the bald guy's mind. My <laughs> And, right. and, and they have to have a job. They have to have a job. Yes. I've dated, I've dated the non-motivated yeah, men and mm-hmm. yeah. And look, if it's a unique type of job, like who knows, you know, there's different type of jobs out there. As long as you're making, you know, good money, you know, legal for me, money. For the ambition and the like motivation, like I'm ambitious, I'm motivated. So, That's like, what it is for me. Like, not yeah, better said. even though like me too there's nothing i love more than a lazy sunday right oh or yeah a lazy saturday whatever like if when i find time to just chill it's my favorite thing to do but I, it's because i'm so non-stop that like i work myself to the point where i need to be lazy you know like i need a day of laziness um but 100 is your life not into that um what is a romantic love story that you watched on in a movie? Let's keep it okay. movies. That, keep it movie. that would be your like ideal situation. Like what 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 you would dream of. I mean, I don't know. That I don't know that I ever I mean I wouldn't dream of it per se, but one of my favorite love stories was How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. That was a really good one. It's a really good one. Even at the end when he's like, when she's getting in the cab to leave and he's like, bullshit. And he like calls her out. I'm like, yes, I love him. Yeah, I um, do too. <laughs> we talk about all this like love and like how, why can't it be like the movies? And then I ask the question and we're like, hmm. <laughs> I know, there's not a movie that I look at where I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's the love story I want. Maybe, but Hannah, I did love their relationship when she wasn't tricking him. Even I when she that. was, it kind of was epic. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to wrap up. That was fun. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope that you follow us on social media and subscribe and stay tuned for next week. <laughs>